Fassett. The Irish are, are fucking lazy. They're lazy. They, I mean, they just hang around and they, they go to the beach and they get drunk and then they fight each other. That's all they do. That's all they do. There's nothing there. They don't add to the global economy. They're not like Americans where we work for everything. That's scotch. American, the American Irish, they learned how to work by coming to America. They're like, the the in Ireland they're like you got to get out of here, and then they they got to America like oh shit the fucking Italians look at them they work hard, we got to be like them or we're I not see. gonna be able to survive here. Mm-hmm. That's what happened in Ireland. I mean I'm, I'm I mean that's what happened in the United States. They had to go in there and then they be, they they were enslaved, and they're like fuck now we got to work even harder now. Man it sucks here. <laughs> But at least we're not dying of, of, of dysentery and, and fucking potato famines, or they're not lending us fish. Well, according to uh, tradingeconomics.com, Ireland's <laughs> seasonal adjusted unemployment rate is lower than 4.3%, which is down 2% from uh, during COVID. Everybody over there is living on the dole. That is, <laughs> I'm telling you, I was over there and they were like, oh yeah, the government pays us to do nothing. Mm, that sounds fun. It is fun. There's nothing. I mean, it's Ireland is a beautiful country. Don't get me wrong, but they're fucking lazy. But they're filled with lazy, yeah, alcoholics. Yeah, I mean, it's fun if you have nothing going on. You can go to. I mean, that's just what it is over there. It's it's too beautiful, but also it rains all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's they a great. Talk, they talk funny. They talk funny. Yeah. But they all sp- speak English, except for if you go to, like... Nobody's some- tan. No one's tan for some reason. Like, there, there's no Dwayne the Rock Johnson of Ireland. No, their food sucks. Like Their food sucks. It's awful, and they're like, Ew, everything here is... Um, we can only serve things that are grown around this many miles or meters, whatever the fuck they go by. Um, it has to be in this area. So everything is more fresh. And I ate their food. I was like, yeah, it's not good. Fish and chips again. Cool. Um, shepherd's pie. Wow. You guys have five things to eat here. This sucks. Do they have McDonald's? They do have McDonald's, but I think all the meat there. Cause it's Irish McDonald's. I never had the McDonald's there. It's probably really good. Actually. Mm-hmm. If do you, do you ever notice in like weird rich areas, uh, there'll be randomly McDonald's that are different colors. Oh, I did not know that. I'm not. I'm not well traveled. I saw <laughs> neither am I. But <laughs> I saw one yesterday. On the other side of town, there is a uh, a gr- a yellow and green McDonald's. Oh, that's the Mexican one. Mexican one. The green. What what is, what's Mexico's flag color? Red, yellow, and green. Boom. But Nailed it's it. also Italy's. Oh, okay. Maybe it's an Italian McDonald's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one wears shirts in there? Yeah, the Happy Meal is just yeah. <laughs> fucking SpaghettiOs. Yeah, and, and Gabagool. Yes, they have the Gabagool plate. <laughs> With fries. <laughs> yeah. 
It's the number <laughs> the number eight. I love like, the gabagool with fries. It's like a McRib, except it's gabagool. Yeah. With barbecue sauce and <laughs> yeah. diced onions and pickles. Yeah, it's it's just a bunch of cold cuts. <laughs> Why so does with, this McDonald's have cold cuts? It's so weird. With barbecue sauce. Yeah, it. barbecue sauce. Yeah, no. It's got to be American. And there's one like that in uh, in Sedona. Yeah. There's a, a teal. In Arizona, it's Sedona? It's like teal and like maroon McDonald's. Mm. It's weird. What's going on in there? I don't know. That who Who are they raping in there? What kind of... It's a good question. Yeah. It's dark, man. It's, it's dark. up to them to prove that they're not raping people. Yeah. Okay, they have to, they have to prove to me that they're not because... Yeah, <laughs> prove to me. Prove... To that us, that you're not raping people in McDonald's. Yeah, that that it, that will be the moniker of the show. If I, you want me to respect you, you got to prove to me that you're not raping anybody. In you're not McDonald's. raping kids in McDonald's at the that fucking purple and teal, whatever colors you just said. Yeah. Welcome back to the Comment Podcast. By the way, wow, what what an opening. We start off shitting on the the Irish, which is justified, obviously. We talked about an Italian McDonald's in their cold cuts. But yeah, I'm your host, Sean Anchondo. Over here, my co-host, I got Adam Hester. Welcome. Oh, hello. Thank you, Sean, for having me. Yeah, I am pumped up for this show. It took me a while to get back into it, but I'm I'm here. By the way, check out the merch store. Like you, um, I'm. I think it's. T- type it in. It's Conman Merch, or I, I could type it in because it's. It's conmenmerch.shopify.com. Conmenmerch.shopify. How do you spell Shopify.com? Conmenmerch, or it might be conmenmerch store. Conmenmerch. Yeah. Conmenmerch.shopify.com. And we, we got some cool stuff in there. We got, I mean, we just added the trucker hat. I'm not a trucker hat guy, but there are people that want tr- the trucker hat. We have the snapback. We have like all, all the fun stuff. What else we got in here? I mean, we got we got stickers. We got the one that says it has like a, a collection of them. Like it says it's like Squid Game but with gum. That that's Adam's saying. That's ours. It doesn't belong to anyone else. It that belongs to Con Man because Adam is on the show. Yeah, I mean, if you reach up there, there's a coaster that has that uh, um, en- engraved into it. Yeah. So it's like that's my yeah uh, it's that's my intellectual property yes it's like Squid Games will become TM on the top of it mm-hmm. I mean we also have I mean we got stuff for women in here we we got we got a couple of lady listeners um I mean we, we have we have the bag I mean just everything the the coffee cup is great that that's that's on that's on my next order that's coming up I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that everywhere. But yeah, check us out. Check out the merch store, man. It, it's good stuff. Uh, also, you can find us on comment on Instagram at con underscore man underscore podcast. I mean, Twitter, comment podcast one, uh, patreon.com forward slash comment uh, podcast. So yeah, we find us there. Little house cleaning before we get this thing going. Because, I mean, the merch store, that, that that's where it's at. Cool stuff. David Osbernson. Um, he, he told me, he's like, it, everything that like he's wearing, he's wearing the merch. He's like, it's all like high quality, good stuff. So yeah, Jeff, definitely check it out. Yes. 
Yeah, but we we got a banger of an episode today. Um, if you guys like, you if you guys like stuff about the world ending, you like stuff about the CIA, um, underground bunkers surviving the apocalypse. We got it all here. Um, yeah, we. This is this episode is about the pole shift theory. So, like, an interesting thing happened. This is where, where I got kind of got the idea. Like, I write these episodes, like, the day before, just in case something happens. Or, like, sometimes I can't, I can't decide on what I want to talk about. But the whole thing with Greta Thunberg, did you see this, how she, like, faked her arrest the other day? I did, yeah. Yes. Yeah, she had photographers there she had like cops acting like they're arresting her they had takes it was pretty ridiculous oh. kind of explaining how much a scam this whole climate change really is uh yeah there's there's absolutely nothing that uh, i don't i don't think i think people want to be behind stopping climate change but they're not going to do anything about it mm-hmm. besides let themselves be taxed so that other people could do things about it, but they are not going to do anything about it. Yeah. Like the, 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 the world economic forum is like going through their whole, they're, they're having all their meetings right now. And if you're watching Avi Amini on Rebel News, he's there right now, and he's being yeah. horribly harassed. Oh, yeah. I saw his his thing he did where he was talking to the guy from Moderna. No, it was uh, AstraZeneca. How he was he, – he pressed this guy on, like, um, on all the mandates if he was for it, and then he got him to admit that the vaccine doesn't stop transmission. And then the guy ran away like a little bitch. Avia Mini. Good man. He's a great follow on Twitter. I just turned on his notifications, so, like, that pops up every time you tweet something. Good mm-hmm. stuff. But, yeah, and then, like, you, you're you seeing, like, Al Gore, like, going through his little fucking temper tantrum, tantrums. That guy's a little bitch. Like, talking about, if you don't do this, everything's going to end. Yeah, he's he's kind of been saying that. Mm-hmm. He's been wrong about everything, by the way. He still has a Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, so does Barack Obama. Barack Obama was fucking bombing uh, hospitals with children in them. Why did Why did he get a Nobel Peace Prize? I don't even remember. Like, like for, uh, like for what? For like just peace? Is that like a, a thing? Yeah, I don't know. For being cool, Obama wins uh, the cool. the Nobel Peace Prize for being a cool black president. For being a cool guy. <laughs> like he there was that video where, of him shooting the three pointer and then walking off and putting the glasses on, which was a really fucking cool move. I mean, honestly, I'm probably giving him the Nobel Peace Prize for that. You can shoot a three on camera and then walk away and put sunglasses on. That's pretty fucking cool. I'll give him that. Um yeah, he 2009 Nobel Peace Prize. Uh for his extraordinary efforts to strengthen international diplomacy and cooperation between peoples. Hmm. What does that mean? I don't know. That means you drone strike so many brown people. Yeah, we stopped them. Got them, boys. Got them. <laughs> they, 
they're done. They're not coming to here to try to take our freedom away. I appreciate that. Ain't coming around here no more. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so everyone kind of everyone knows our position on climate change. Like we this is we put it out there. It's a big scam. Carbon tax is a big scam. The fact that they don't want to go to nuclear is a big fucking scam. It's the cleanest form of energy that there is. And they're like, well, we'll have another Chernobyl. Like, no, we won't. That won't happen. Like, my dad was in the Navy, and he said the, the ship he was on had nuclear energy. Yeah, most most submarines, aren't they, like, nuclear? Yes. Like, they, they it's a, the fact that we're, the planet is not, ran, if we're worried about um, climate change and carbon going into the atmosphere, um, I don't think we would put everyone on electric, which 70, I think it's like 70% of our electricity comes from coal, but people on the left don't realize that. They just think there's like some kind of electric factory that just creates electricity out of thin air. Like that, that doesn't happen. And then the whole thing with the stoves where they're trying to ban, um, gas stoves in California in New York, uh, Governor Holchel or Hochul, whatever fuck her name is, mm-hmm. was talking about. She like snuck in legislation to like ban stovetops. So, Gavin, it's funny because that's most professional kitchens use gas. So yeah, so no more restaurants, basically. No more restaurants. It, it's just it's it's going to be tough. I've never worked in a restaurant that doesn't have gas stoves. Actually, I worked in one and it was awful. It just it just seemed like it, it didn't feel like a real kitchen. Electric sucks. Um, oh, they also in New York they want to ban propane grills when propane is like it it burns clean. And there's people who use propane to fuel their fucking house or their food trucks. Food trucks also. I worked in a food truck and we we use propane for fucking everything to heat up. Yeah, and it, yeah, so. Like my like my father in law's house, he's got this huge house, but it's in this it's like an old house, mm-hmm. but it all runs off of propane. And yeah, you got this enormous thing. So what's just like no more no more for you? Yeah, you just have to burn cordwood to stay warm in the winter. It's all all this stuff in the World Economic Forum that they're talking about. It, it's it's being implemented right now. I, I posted something on Instagram uh, the other day. About how I think is is this German or Australian politician was talking about banning uh, hate speech, but at the same time, in tech like in Texas yesterday, uh, today is what the eighteenth on January seventeenth or the sixteenth, um, there was a politician in Texas, uh, Sheila Jackson Lee was talking about uh, proposing a bill that will ban hate speech so but it was like real secretive no one had heard of this thing but if you look into it she Mm -hmm. like texas legislature just went into session i think like last week so they're like trying to pass these bills so at the same time as the world economic forum is is talking about these same issues so it's happening in real time now what do you think is this all just a scam or uh, a chance to get reparations for i i just think it's it's the Twitter. California's working on reparations. Are they really? Yeah, that's a thing. How, the, how are they going to afford? The, I just don't understand how you can afford something like that. And this stuff is not a race thing. It's a class thing. They're, 
you're you're going to get destroyed. There is a globalist uh, government that's happening right now. It's it, it's not even like yeah, it's like that carbon tax. All the shit is all connected. I don't think mm-hmm. they're separated. They're just like it's just throw that into the pile of money. It's it's the, like in New York when they're passing all this stuff in New York State, where your house has to have has to be uh, this energy efficient. You had to have this level of whatever in your house, which would cost thousands of dollars. Instead of like you upgrading your house to be green efficient, you're going to have to sell it. You're not going to be able to afford it. So like you, you're losing everything. It's, it's punishing people that are regular citizens. It's fucked up. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, this is a whole tangent on what's going on with the climate change thing but what we really want to talk about is this actual catastrophe that is happening to the planet or could possibly be happening to the planet and it could be impending and it is scary as fuck because it's going to kill every single person on the planet so and 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 this one's fun because it's fun but it's scary we don't know if it's true or not um, I'm not a geologist, so like a lot of this stuff is very scientific, and we don't know. I mean, I don't know how true some of this is, but there is a book that was written uh, called "The Adam and Eve Story" by Chan Thomas in 1966. This book was classified by the CIA for 30 years, which was written like in 1966. So, a FOIA request was eventually put out. And they eventually released it, like, in, like, 1993. And this book is, like, 270 pages. And when it came back, this book was uh, released. It was, like, highly sanitized. So, like, a lot of the pages were missing. And then when they they released this book, when it it comes out, there's only, like, 54 pages. It's kind of crazy. But, uh, (laughs) but some, one of the weird things is, is the things that were still there is some of the most terrifying things. Like he writes in his first chapter, it talks about what would happen if some of these, if this pole shift that he talks about with a pole shift by like 90 degrees, if it happens, what happens to the world, which we'll get into later on in in, in the episode. But I mean, (laughs) I don't know how you release this book and it's like 54 pages. Now it's no longer a book. It's like a pamphlet. It's like, (laughs) But, um, so, so what, what was in this book? It starts off, uh, one revelation that Thomas makes in the book is that the earth is subject to cyclical pole shifts every, he says like 10,000 years. Some people say it's like 12,000 years. It's, it's kind of weird. Like what, with that whole year thing, someone that knows more about this is probably going to be like, he said 7,000 and Charles Hapgood, who also wrote about this said 12,000 years. So it's, it depends on, on who, who you think is the authority on, on pole shifting, but pole shifting has happened before, but the years on it are, are kind of subjective. So like some people like what, like mainstream scientists kind of say is like, this happens like every 300,000 years. Habakkuk's 12,000. And, uh, but how would you know? How would you really know, you know? You would know by the the way it was how I looked into it is you could see it by like um 
I guess by like lava, whatever. What is it called? The um, magma. Yeah, like cool down lava. I I think there's a way to you you kind of see it. Again, not an expert on this. There's a way to to like check how this stuff happens. I don't even know how true that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, I don't think anyone really does. Uh, they kind of just make it up. That's all science is. They're like, we'll, we'll make it up, and no one's really gonna, no one's gonna challenge this unless they go out there and actually <laughs> try to prove us wrong. Yeah, it's that's the thing. Whole thing with science is everyone's like science, 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 and it's like, I think science is kind of like science fiction. It's a new religion, is what it is. Yeah, I think, and that's what I'm saying. It's like. Science fiction. I think it's it's based on, it, unlike regular religion, where mm. like you know, at least the religions that talk about like you know, if you're if you're uh, if you be good, if you be like God, mm. maybe you'll you can die and go live with God somewhere in a fucking in a house or something or whatever the fuck people's religions say. Yeah, but it's like, but like science religions is is more like fiction. Yeah, more like it's more science fiction where you're just like. Okay, because of this, this is true, but yeah, there's no direct shit. People yeah, yeah, like, it's it. They're like carbon is like okay, natural gas is toxic, therefore it'll kill everybody. It's yeah. like okay, there's how many guns in America, and guns have killed people, therefore everyone on Earth will be killed a <laughs> hundred times in their lifetime. Yeah, it's just that's how I kind of think of people who are not that I don't think science is real because obviously I think science is real, but I'm just saying like people who use science to yeah. prove a point that isn't um, a really uh, dry, boring point, or they're like, you know, we need this type of technology to make a rocket that goes to space. The end. Yeah. Anyone, and it's very boring and dry. But yeah. anyone who's trying to p- throw like some type of emotional story into science, I know is bullshitting. It, like Al Gore, yeah, it's, and it's, Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, don't give me a story to sell it to me. Just present it as dry and as boring as possible. Because I'll actually, yeah, most people won't, but I'll listen to stuff like that. It's if you have actors telling me how I should live my life, I'm not going to believe what you're saying. Even if you're saying things I agree with, I'm, I'll be like. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong because they're these people like these actors. They had Idris Elba, who I love. I think he's great. We just talked about this on the Patreon who beautiful men are. That's a beautiful man. Who? Idris Elba. The the, um, bl- the black dude from like uh, I know the Idris Wire. Elba, but now that he's like a shill for the WEF. Yeah, it's not not hot like anymore. You can't have none of this. No. Mm-mm. Idris, this, Idris, go. This, this ship has sailed. Yeah, boo-boo. I don't. But I don't like how you talked about talk to Michael Scott. So fuck you. But but that's the thing. I think like how about Leonardo DiCaprio? That would be a good thing. If Leonardo DiCaprio had like a Netflix show mm-hmm. where he's just like, on this episode, I will have this scientist explain X, Y, and Z about climate change, and there's no like. Dun, 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 and yeah. like fancy camera, it's just one camera staring at a dude talking mm-hmm. for an hour, and you just see Leo in the beginning and in the end, and that's it. That's all you see of him. Like, yeah, uh, like how many people? I would, still wouldn't believe him. How many people? I still would wouldn't really watch it. 
they'll be like, this is boring. Like, Leo's only in the beginning, opening credits, and the ending credits, and then there's just some ugly scientist man in a fucking tie. Yeah. Talking about science-y things that I don't understand. That's that's science. You know what I mean? People want people want like people want science fiction. Like I'm saying, people want a story to go with. Yeah. And that's that's what I I think that um, when I say people, I mean like I throw myself in there too. I'm like, I want I want like a scientist who like has a cool mustache kind of. and, and weaves an interesting tale for and then and explains things to my dumb brain where I'm like, ooh, I understand science a little bit. Yeah, I, that's true. And I think to a certain extent, may, maybe, I don't know, but maybe this Adam and Eve storybook could be something like that. Leonardo, you know, Leonardo I, DiCaprio has fetal alcohol syndromized. Like, I, I don't know if I trust him. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know how Chan Thomas writes. Uh, this is a guy. Yeah, Chan Thomas. He was, so I, he goes, that's his full name is like Chauncey Powers Thomas, which is a fucking cool name. Because they, they used to say he has, like, a, um, he is so a pseudonym, kind of like, um. So he, he can be a, he can be a Chance, for all we know. Yeah, Chance Power Thomas. What a fucking cool name. Yeah, CPT. CPT. He, but, yeah, but he's, he's, he's a legit dude. Later on in his life, he started, he was, like, a UFO researcher guy. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff with him is... You can discredit, but the people that he pulled information from are totally legit. But he might have lost his mind. Like, his last book that he wrote, like, it was, like, all over the place. He was a little crazy. But he was, like, 80 years old when he wrote this last book. So he might have been just crazy by then. Or maybe he never wrote it and the CIA was just trying to discredit him. Well, well, I mean, what what was so crazy about his last book? It was just... It was... It was just kind of over, all over the place. It talked about UFOs. It talked about the world ending. The gays glow in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> like, like shit like that. Or I, I've I've only had someone explain like how crazy it was. So I didn't read. I didn't actually read his book. So don't get me wrong. There's there's a lot of people, no matter where they stand on whatever kind of issues, people who've done really interesting and 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 good work on certain things, and then later became crazy. Like there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. So I don't I don't know, you know I'm not saying that he's completely discredited because he became a crazy old man like, you know his stuff before he went crazy may be uh, perfectly, um, you know, com- yeah. per- per- perfectly. Fucking, oh, he was like, writing sound scientifically, but I don't I don't know. He was like writing about like ESP and shit like that, like it like a lot of mm-hmm. this crazy stuff, but. I think he worked with like the Air Force. He he did UFO research for government agencies. So um, he was electrical engineer, and oh my god, <laughs> he was also a psychic. <laughs> so, oh no! Oh no! Discrediting. Oh that that's that's automatic. That's like sorry. Thanks for stopping by, Chan. Thomas was a project engineer on Bell Aircraft's Rascal Missile Guidance System and Douglas Aircraft, uh, Douglas uh, McDonald, oh, where am I going? Uh, Douglas Aircraft A4D Skyhawk program and was later employed in the late 1960s by McDonnell Douglas to work with Robert Wood's Advanced Concepts R&D team, which worked on UFO and other fringe science-related projects. 
So I mean, he's he's worked for these these like real legit companies. And let me see, because I need to make sure this is a government agency. So McDonnell Douglas was a major American aerospace manufacturing corporation and defense contractor formed by the merger of McDonald's aircraft, McDonald, not McDonald's, and the Douglas Aircraft Company in 1967. And it eventually merged with Boeing. So dude was legit at one point. And he wrote this book probably before he went crazy. I'm going to say he wasn't crazy when he wrote this book because this was like early in his yeah, career. Sure. I leave the door open for that. You know what I mean? Some, There's, and some also, people are like hit greatness and then they become rapists or yeah. they become fucking tax cheats or they whatever. They become drug addicts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally get that. And I don't, I don't know exactly. I, so I was reading some of the reviews okay. for uh, the book on Amazon just to kind of get a feel and it's very mixed a bag. Yeah. I'm also looking at... Uh, um, uh, Mac knives, uh, front chef knives. Oh, Mac, those are good knives. Those are very good. I knives. have Mac knives at home. I was, uh, I, I wanted to maybe get a nice little, uh, they're very knife. light Japanese, yeah. good knives, and they're not super expensive. Oh, Anyways, yeah. what, 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 a secondary <laughs> chef's knife for that. Oh, 100%. Because great for filleting fish. Yeah, my, my primary is, uh, uh, 10 and a half inch, uh, Wusoff, mm. uh, Grand Prix. They don't make that one anymore. Oh, that particular one. And I've had that knife for 20, over 20 years. Wussoff's good German knives. Very good the German whites. steel. Oh, the whites make good good steel. I'm oh, the you. whites make absolutely fantastic steel. <laughs> Not the Irish. Oh, the Irish. Who's who's like my? This is my best Irish knife, and it's made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> one uh, so of those lettuce knives <laughs> with the round beveled edge. Yeah, it won't bruise. It won't bruise it, or probably would bruise. You it. don't want to br- uh, like, bruise a perfectly good head of uh, iceberg lettuce. Yeah. That's that. That's that peasant lettuce. How embarrassing! Yeah. So what? What? So what do the reviews say about this incredible book? Well, let's see. We have. Let's. Let me show you uh, the top positive review. Okay, because mm-hmm. they'll put the most critical, and then they'll put the most positive, which I, I find to be very interesting. So, top positive review is uh, four stars. Hell yeah. Uh, very interesting and short read. I've read it two times in order, in short order, rather. In order. No, out Good of order. Good for you reading a book that's 54 pages. You can do that in the afternoon. This is a research document created from 1949. That We already know that. Mm-hmm. His work compiles prophecies across many world religions and spiritual writing as well as the geolog- geological science of the day. Okay, um, very thought-provoking. That's the best review. That's oh not my. a good sign. That's not a good sign. Okay, the most critical review, one star. Um, let's see. I bought this book because it was once classified. Some of it, it has now been declassified, and the book purports to be the uncensored version. It's not. There's a. There's not a shred of information in this book that would ever have been worthy of government secrecy. And um, let me see. Because it was all, a lot of the pages were deleted. A lot of people don't realize that is, is like, yeah, they declassified it, but 
the, the there's author, missing pages yeah. like right like hundreds of missing pages it says the author believes uh in bible stories such as adam and eve and Adam and Eve are actually survivals of the world's cataclysm. Uh, okay. So, 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 ba- so basically, this this person is. Um, it, it, it's a, it's basically it's dude. Basic, he hates it Jesus. He says, fuck you. He says this book comes across as racist. Uh, he also a- attempts to debunk evolution in favor of oh. intelligent design, presenting a bunch of completely. Uh, improvable suppositions, uh, you know. Okay. Uh, they, uh, this guy basically is like, this guy's racist and he's bad and he thinks the Bible's. Weird. I automatically like him more now. Yeah. Okay. So what he was saying, in the so an, an example of like these pole shifts and uh, records of this actually happening would be like the Great Flood. So the Great Flood is talked about in like many cultures. It's not just the Bible, like the um, I mean, there's like Chinese like parables about it. There, uh, I think what what's the original civilization? Um, uh, they wrote like the Gilgamesh. I think they cover in the Gilgamesh Mesopotamia. I think so. I'm, I'm a it? fucking idiot. I don't know. I I don't. Yeah, I don't. But. I don't care what like people who lived in caves it's did, a, but it's in, but it's also in hundreds of different cultures talk about this same major flood. Also, there's people who say that you can just find the complete PDF online of this book for you free. can. Yeah, why would so, you buy the book? Don't waste your money. You can yeah. literally just download it. Like the guy's dead. He's I'm been just dead. saying there's there's uh, there's some very nice in middle of the road uh, reviews of this. Yeah, it's 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 fine. Maybe he's not a good writer. That's why he gets four stars. <laughs> so the the theory is that the world experiences a major global catastrophe every seven thousand years or every twelve thousand years, just depends on who you believe. Uh, I mean, th- I've talked about this a lot, but Graham Hancock on his documentary he talks about these ancient civilizations that like the there was a different civilization that was here before us. Obviously, he'd be here before us. He talks about in the fingerprints of the gods, and in his Netflix uh, documentary *Ancient Apocalypse*, there's proof that there have been ancient civilizations here long, a lot longer than we originally thought. Mm-hmm. And he has been attacked for being not a real archaeologist. Um, I mean, but he's been proven right a lot of the times, and uh, he's, um, just like he. He's written about like if you go and watch watch this documentary, he they go to these places where they have these monoliths and they start digging down lower and they start finding these these um some of these pieces that were made by humans. They find bones that were over ten thousand years. It's crazy, mm-hmm. and it starts making a thing like what the fuck? What happened? Yeah, and. He, him, and Randall Carlson talk about um, like the younger Dryas, like what caused it. This is like the Ice Age, twelve thousand years ago, coincidentally, that this meteor came and just wiped out everybody. So this is what they think. This could be a pole shift that happened. Yeah, and like kind of what we're talking about right here. Yeah, that guy sounds like uh, uh, Walter Matthau. Who's that? Um, who's Walter Matthau? Mm. 
He's the guy who sounds exactly like Randall Carlson. He was in the movie Grumpy Old Men. Oh, he, it sounds like he has food in his mouth. He sh- he sounds it sounds <laughs> like this. He sounds, yeah. He, like, he sounds like an American uh, uh, Sean Connery. Oh, cool. He sounds like a guy who, who would really overpronounce the word mustard. Yeah. <laughs> mustard. That's how he talks. He has food just hanging out in his throat. I, my beard is crusted with mustard. <laughs> mustard. That's how, it, uh, that's how he talks. That's how he sounds. Yeah. It's like Walter Matthau. So... One of the theories is 12,000 years ago, a major pole shift happened, and Atlantis ended up shifting to where Antarctica is currently now, which, while we're talking about the Younger Dryas, Graham Hancock talking about this, not talking about, like, Antarctica and and Atlantis. They didn't talk about that. But this is kind of what people have theorized. And this happened, Younger Dryas happened 12,800 years ago. Um... And, uh, I mean, they talk about the meteor strike, which Shan Thomas theorizes that there's an elect- electromagnetic field on Earth that weakens every 12,000 years and that the poles will shift by 90 degrees. So this is kind of interesting because this does happen. Electric magnetic fields weaken, and uh, um, that makes the planet susceptible to, like, solar flares. This happened... Years, like in 18, like 50, whatever, I don't remember what year it was, there was a thing called the Carrington event. In the Carrington event, you have, uh, you had uh, um, the elect- electromagnetic fields of the Earth totally weakened, and it just, like, knocked out everything. Um, when when was electricity discovered? Do you know? Because I'm pretty sure when... Electricity... Discovered. Let me see. Electricity. Thomas Edison, probably right. Yeah. He he yeah he that's probably when. Uh, so uh, recently. So seventeen fifty two. So when this happened, I wanted to make sure this was this was right because what happened during the Carrington event in like the 1850s, I believe was all the electric grid was completely knocked out for 24 hours. Imagine that happens today. All electricity is removed for a whole day. Mm -hmm. People would go fucking crazy after a while. Like you, I don't think people will go crazy after a day. I think a whole bunch of people will get shot, but I don't think, uh, but imagine like, so, this thing that's supposed to happen, according to this, uh, these theories mm-hmm. that were overdue for this this event to actually happen, it would knock out our electricity probably indefinitely mm-hmm. because of all the solar flares. You have no like like this like you have no protection from these flares. It would it it would cause chaos. People around the world use this. I mean, I mean, we use electricity for everything. Imagine not. I mean, you won't have be able to use your phones. You won't be able to do whatever. It's all gone. So you 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 now you're thinking apocalypse is going to happen. That's a. It's automatically mm-hmm. what's what's starting to happen. Is the world is ending? Like people. I mean, 
we we're we're ready to be in apocalypse mode right away. Yeah, apocalypse would take a while. Like like end of the world type because it's like okay, there's no electricity. So there's whatever's foods in your house now. Then mm-hmm. there's whatever food is available to stores mm-hmm. and distribution centers. What's still available in a that was in mid processing at uh, factories mm-hmm. and processing plants, and then you have what's actually growing in a field. So after all the, so you would have a period of time where everyone would like run through all the fucking ice cream and yeah. cold food. And then everyone would go to canned food and dried food. And then I think at a certain point, people would figure out, because uh, then you'd have what's in the ground. Yeah. Because you could still farm. It would be a lot more difficult to do, you know, a lot of farming, but you could still get some farming done. And there would still be live animals. Mm-hmm. So you would have to, you know, people would start tearing through fucking pigs and cows and then eventually people would hunt all the deer wild pigs birds fish you're you're giving humans a lot of credit yeah absolutely how how long until tim kennedy is king of texas that's what i want to know because i'm pretty sure that dude would be the king of texas because he has all the guns he has all the ammo yeah like i mean i'd want him to be my king not a gay way it would be like more of a. He'd probably be pretty good at it, right? Yeah, be, I think he'd be really good. He's a leader. He was. He's a great fighter. He's all the guns. And he would probably want everyone to be as knowledgeable as humanly possible because yeah. people would probably be less dumb and violent Dude. if they knew how to have enough food to survive. Because then you'd have things like chickens mm-hmm. that just lay eggs, and then there's chickens that you can eat. Like there would be a long period of time before we'd start like. Running out of food, seriously, and then running out of water. Yeah. That would take a while for that to really mm-hmm. get insane because it's not like people are going to start, like, stealing TVs. You know, there's no power. Yeah. There's generators, but then people are like, I can't run my generator forever, so I have to be very careful when I run my generator. Yeah. You know, and then there's batteries, So, and then there's car batteries that you can put in through converters to yeah. get power. So the, it would be a while. It would be quite because if you go out and just loot batteries and gasoline like Mad Max, that's what I'm saying. Everything is going to lead to Mad Max. The George Miller <laughs> yeah. Mad Max world, as goofy and uh, homoerotic as it is, uh, that's probably the best case scenario. Yeah, for anybody, just just hordes of like rogue raping fucking uh people uh, just traveling gangs and just r- rule through might that that's best case scenario i would i would hoard gasoline that's what i would do like in mad max that's what yeah. you're doing in mad max that's what i would do cuz like you have all the gasoline gasoline can last you a few years mm-hmm. if you get enough cuz yeah. it starts going bad after a while <clears throat> i learned that from i think i learned that from like walking dead where well, like, if it's in Walking Dead, then it's probably true. It's probably true. I don't know. Maybe they didn't because I think they're still using gasoline for a while. I think my dad told me he's like, that ah, starts going bad after a while. Yeah, didn't you see Jurassic World where they fired up one of those Jeeps from the 90s and it just works totally fine? Yeah. If you don't start a car for three weeks, it's hard to, like, turn it on. Yeah, try 30 years. <laughs> 30 years. The gasoline does not work. Yeah. But, but it would it would, it would would be, oh, I think people would... Um, 
people would adjust. It would, it would, it would kind of. There would be, there would be Templar knights in every city. Every yeah. major, you'd have Tim Kennedy and a yeah. bunch of badass guys, and they would basically be like, "Okay, what does this do? What Texas, does this two mile radius need? It's like, okay, we need, we need to get water and food. Like whatever needs to be there, mm-hmm. people would go out and look for it. There would be trade routes that yeah. would just open up, and then the trade routes would have its own little fucking militias and gangs that. Pirates. Texas will kick the fuck out of everybody. If those are our guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just I can't imagine because we'd have more people. California would be wouldn't they'd it'd be like China. There's a lot of people there, but everyone would be no, murdered immediately. Yeah, like we could just shoot. We we could destroy California, but it would be tough. Yeah, dudes in like Northeast California, those are guys that'll last the longest. They're yeah, like they're, the ones that they're, live. They're landlocked. They they are probably able to acquire provisions uh, quicker and more efficiently, and they all mm-hmm. have guns. Yeah, people forget. Like a third of California is red. People, oh yeah, completely forget about that. It's, it's it's like New York. New York's the same way. People act like fucking like California is like ninety nine percent fucking blue states. Like more Republicans not. live in California than any other state. Yeah, there's a lot of Republicans and things. but that, and it's like all those people with guns, and the, and they probably don't, and they probably have no serious bad intentions towards anybody. They just mm. want to. They in an end of the world situation, they would just want to survive. Yeah. So they don't want to have to have fucking gun battles with their neighbors. That's probably not a good idea. So so Chan Thomas he cites a guy named Charles Hapgood who I was talking about earlier for his work. Hapgood worked for the OSS. As we all know, that preceded the CIA. Um, Hapgood wrote about pole shifts that occurred because of shifting of Earth's crust caused by the weakening of Earth's magnetic field, which is, when you think of it, fucking scary. Hapgood's theory of Earth crust displacement is what he says, um, and this this is kind of a long quote, so kind of stay tuned. An, an earth crust displacement, as, as words suggest, these are Hapgood's words, is a movement of the entire outer shell of Earth over its inner layers. If you remove the peel from an orange and then reattach it to the fruit, you can visualize the possibility of the peel moving over the inner layers. The Earth's crust, according to Charles Hapgood, can similarly change its position over the inner layers when it does the globe experiences climatic change. The climatic zone zones, polar temperature and tropical, remain the same because the sun still shines on the earth from the same angle in the sky from the perspective of people on earth at the time. It appears as as if the sky is falling. In reality, it is the earth's crust shifting to another location. Some land moves towards the tropics, others shift with the same movement towards the poles. Yet Others may escape such great changes in latitude. The consequences of such movement of the entire shell of the earth is catastrophic throughout the world's massive earthquakes shake the land and enormous tidal waves crash into and over continental shifts. I mean continental shelf. As the old ice caps leave the polar zones, they melt, raising the ocean level higher and higher everywhere and by whatever means people seek higher ground to avoid an ocean upheaval. So, yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know about that. The more I think about it, the the Earth's crust is sort of sliding over the, I guess, over the mantle. Of, yeah. But it's like... But it kind of liquefies. But there's so much rock. Yeah. And 
uh, shit like that. Like I don't, I don't know. And there's like caverns inside of the earth and stuff. It's like I don't understand kind of how no, something con- would just smoothly r- rotate over an inner ball. Continents already move, but this is talking about it's going to move a lot faster. Like the, the throughout like world history, continents have moved before. There was Pangaea. There was whatever the previous ones. They're, they're, I mean, it's happened before. They've broken up. They've crashed back together. Charles Hapgood is actually really respected in this field. His, the he wrote this book, and it was like um, Albert Einstein wrote the foreword for it. Mm-hmm. So like he, there, there's a lot of science behind it, and I'm, I'm pretty sure Einstein is one of the most respected like scientists maybe ever. Or maybe he's just, like, the cool, hot, sexy scientist that everyone just kind of knows, like, yeah, sure, Einstein. But, yeah. Didn't he have, like, autism, though? Of course. I mean, people with autism are geniuses. They're the people that make fucking buildings. They're the ones that create architecture. They just don't know how to talk to people. Yeah, and it's... Even if there was some type of uh, giant fucking crust shift or um moving of continents again it's like what there's nothing anyone could do about it yeah so the the idea that anyone says that they can is just a fucking bullshit artist yeah maybe maybe someone would know how it would move like if they're like these elites so like say because the book's called the Adam and Eve story. Not so, the Adam and Steve story. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no homos over here. You can't, can't have a new civilization with, 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 with gays. Yeah, but the mantle rotating over, or or, or the crust rotating over the mantle. It's like docking. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Oh, yeah. um, it's a good but, visual example. Yeah, just think of that. Oh, we'll add that to the video. Yeah, of, of of two a man's foreskin mm. fluidly, which is lubri- lubricated and moving over the head of another man's penis. Which, which by the way, is is very brave and strong. And to do that, like we we support that. I mean, yeah, if that's what you want to do, that's cool. Yeah. Um. So when you think of it, like the Adam and Eve story, the reason he writes this book is. They, these people are the survivors of the last civilization. So, like, th- maybe this thing is happening over and over and over again. And there are survivors of this from these ancient civilizations. That's, that's kind of, like, the more interesting thing I've taken out of this is who wrote, who knew about this great flood? Someone wrote about it. Someone was told about it. It's a parable from the old world. So, like, this, if this thing keeps happening, if it's cyclical, it keeps happening, 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 there's got to be survivors. But, um, so anyways, the Adam and Eve story, like I was talking about earlier, is it, it describes how this thing is going to look, and it's fucking terrifying. It's, it kind of reminds me of the movie 2012, but more fucking devastating, as corny as that movie is, I don't know. That's pretty devastating. Yeah, but it's scarier than that. And then there's that part of the movie where they couldn't go outside because you would just freeze to death instantly. Yeah, that's that's basically what it is. It's but pretty scary. But I'll, I'll, I'm gonna read 
a little bit of what what um what he wrote in this first chapter. He writes with, With a rumble, rumble so low as to be inaudible, then fueling into a thundering roar, the earthquake starts. Only it's not like any earthquake in history. In California, mountains shake like ferns in a breeze. A mighty Pacific rears back and piles up into a mountain of seawater more than two miles high, then starts its race eastward. The wind attacks, shredding everything in supersonic bombardment. The mountain of Pacific seawater follows the wind eastward, burying Los Angeles and San Francisco as if they were but grains of sand. Across the continent, the thousand-mile-per-hour wind wreaks unholy vengeance everywhere, mercilessly. In many places, the Earth's molten sublayer breaks through and spreads a sea of white-hot liquid fire. In a fraction of a day, all vestiges of civilization are gone, and the great cities, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, Dallas, New York, Boston, are nothing but legends. Barely a stone is left where millions walked just a few hours ago. South America finds the Andes not high enough to stop the violence. In less than a day, the entire continent is burned by molten earth fire, buried under miles of violent seas, then turned into a frozen hell. Everything freezes, man, beast, plant, and mud in less than four hours. Europe cannot escape. The Alps, Pyrenees, whirls are shunken, then heaved even higher when the wall of seawater strikes. Western Africa and the sands of the Sahara vanish. The fury marches on for six days. During the sixth day, the ocean starts to settle. The Bay of Bengal Basin, just east of India, is now at the North Pole. The Pacific Ocean, just west of Peru, is at the South Pole. New ice caps begin to form in the new polar areas. Greenland and Antarctica, now rotating equatorially, emerge with verdant tropical foliage. New York lies at the bottom of the Atlantic, covered by unbelievable amounts of mud. Of San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, Dallas, and Boston, not a trace is left. The cataclysm has done its work and drives the pitiful few who survive into a new Stone Age. We join Noah, Adam and Eve, Atlantis, Mew, and Olympus. And Jesus joins Osiris, Taora, Zeus, and Vishnu. And another thing they talk about is half the Earth, uh, the the temperature goes up by 180 degrees. And on the other side of the planet, the temperature goes below 180 degrees. Like, it just, it fucking destroys everything. Why, why would it, why would the temperatures go so extreme? That seems very extreme. It doesn't Some, seem like anywhere would even be that cold or hot. Uh, maybe, maybe something with the atmosphere. I'm sure someone that's listening to this would be like, I mean, some of this seems a little dramatic, but. Well, it, it does, yeah, it does seem very dramatic. I mean, just the way he writes is very dramatic. Yeah, and I'm not saying that something like this is not uh, possible, but at the same time, it's like, what what can anybody do about it? Like, it's. Nothing. And, and no one probably wants to really do anything about it at the end of the day. Because people are lazy and selfish and dumb, and they like eating cheese Well, one and, of the, and wine. I mean, if, if I knew about this, I'd want to pretend it's not happening. And this was what happened. Someone else wrote about this. I can't remember. I think his last name was like Kelly or something. And he talks about... Regis and Kelly. There it is. So... Uh, so they talk about this, like they had this meeting at the Pentagon 
and they talk about this, and they they were like, we we can't tell the media, and this, this is based on some guy, like an author, talking about this, and they didn't want to release it because if you start telling people that the world's gonna end, no, like society is just gonna collapse, like no one's gonna go to work, they know the world's gonna end, and it just like. I guess you just kind of let it happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you want people to die at work. <laughs> yeah. That's what making a want. fucking uh, double quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. You don't want people dying at home. You want people dying at work. Yeah. We, we got it. Society has to keep happening. Yeah. That's, that's why the, and you'll probably get taxed on it. It's yeah. probably <laughs> part of your death tax. <laughs> if anyone does survive, you're going to have to absorb the tax of, of, uh, humanity. Yeah. So the earth spins roughly like a thousand miles per hour. The reason we don't feel that is because everything like the atmosphere, water, plant, everything moves at the same speed. So, Imagine if that's disrupted. Mm. That that's going to cause like unspeakable chaos. It's going to be crazy. This is this is why you have these huge tidal waves that's going to bury people miles under this water. And that that's whole the whole thing with Hapgood. We were talking about like oh it's like a peel the orange and you put the peel back on, so the land's still going to be on there, but the water is still going to keep moving around it. That's what's going to cause the chaos. So, like, this level event will move whole continents, allegedly, from what these guys are saying. And this is, like, this is, like, how Pangea broke up. So we should tax the ocean. Yeah. We should just get rid of the ocean. Why do we have the ocean? Get rid of it. Yeah, we, yeah, we can uh, sell it. Yeah. If there's no we can, ocean, we can, we can put it on the moon. Could you imagine a nice watery blue moon? Yeah, create a that fake. That would be cool. Yeah, create a, a new atmosphere for them. You get to have the ocean. There's no ocean. We don't have to worry about getting destroyed. The ocean kills us. You get get rid of half of it. I bet you if you get rid of half the ocean, you don't have to worry about it. Just throw it into the throw it in the space. Yeah, it's corrosive. You yeah. can't drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need it. Get rid of the ocean. That's what I'm for. Yeah. Outlaw. Yeah. The tax. The mm-hmm. ocean. That's what I say. Another proof of all this happening uh, that, that has happened in the past is there have been like coral that's been found on in like Newfoundland. Ferns, fossil coal, and, and like tree stumps have been found in Antarctica, which shows that there once was like a more lush kind of. Um, I guess land in Antarctica and 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 also in Newfoundland, which is covered in snow, mm-hmm. where this kind of stuff cannot grow. So like this has happened before. Um, another like kind of a, a YouTube page that I that I found on this also was suspicious observers. They do an excellent job on breaking all this down. They um, I mean, all their stuff's like more in depth. They explain how this stuff, how you prove this stuff. So, like, what we're doing here is more, like, tip of the iceberg type stuff. But, like, people that know more about this and, they like, they basically dedicate their whole life right. to this stuff. We don't really know what we're talking about. Yeah. And we don't, we don't, we don't claim that we're an authority on 
anything yeah. besides movies. Yeah, movies expert. I'm me complete expert. I'm a black belt in movies. So. I'm I'm a black belt in nothing. I'm a I'm I'm interesting. I'm I know a lot about most things, but I'm not an expert in any. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I like the Japanese way of doing things. You just find one thing that you do, and and you just become great at it. Yeah, and uh, until you die. Mm-hmm. If if I was an expert on anything, it would be on pedophile cults. Well, okay, maybe. Sure. Yeah, I, I think I broke down. I've read more about that stuff probably than anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can collaborate with uh, pedophiles who are e- experts in pedophiles. I mean, that's what the guy that... Um, then you can get the best information. I mean, the guy that wrote the the Franklin scandal, he was hanging out with one of the photographers. He drove around with him for days and learned about... Did a ride-along with a pedophile. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Where are we going now? We're going to take some photos of... Um, we're going to go... Buttholes. We're, we're, we're going to take to pictures th- of buttholes. We're going Little. to the mall. Little buttholes. <laughs> you want to go to the mall? We're going to take photos with a camera that has film. Oh, my God. That and then we're going to try to get it developed at Walgreens. What a, what a weird buddy comedy that would be. That would, that would, I mean, that would be an interesting movie. <laughs> like it's a very, guy, very edgy. Yeah, a pedophile and then a guy following a pedophile just doing it like a documentary on, yeah. on pedophilia. He's like, he's like, I don't do the things he does. Like, that's not an outside... That's not... I don't think that's crazy. He just does wacky stuff at the mall. You're just like... Oh, God. He's doing stuff. You're like, oh, no. There he goes again. Because somebody's got to be an expert on uh, yeah. pedophiles, at least from a legal uh, <laughs> law enforcement standpoint. You know, if they know everything about prison gangs. You know, yeah. it's like, these are what their tattoos, their hand signs. This is the type of weapons they like to use. This is their calling cards when they kill somebody. <laughs> they carve... And they cover the they carve the number of their gang in the enemy's chest. Yeah. Like they would have to know, they would have to you know get pedophiles. Are like, do you want you? If you go to the canteen, I can get you some famous Amos cookies, but you got to tell us everything about being a pedophile. And then someone just spills the meat. It's like, it's like American Gangster, except imagine Denzel Washington's a pedophile instead of a gangster. <laughs> he has he has those really big glasses. He yeah. wears khakis. Well, he wore really nice brown suits. Yeah, he could be one of those. And I think he kills Idris Alba in that movie. Oh, good. Doesn't he shoot him in the fucking head? He dies in everything. There's that scene where he's just like, hey, man, you owe me money. And he's just like, well, I don't got it. And he's like, uh, and he pulls a gun at it. And he's like, oh, what the fuck, what are you going to do? You're going to shoot me in front of all these fucking people? And then he just shoots him in front of all the people? No, that's on The Wire. You're thinking The Wire. No, that's from American Gangster. That happened. That, that same scene happened on The Wire. Oh, my God. They ripped off American Gangster. Yeah, Word. he like um, what's the dude the um fuck what's the main dude on the wire that walks around with a shotgun? I don't know. I don't watch the wire. Uh, you don't watch the wire? Ooh, uh, Matt Christensen's uh live call-in show is going on right now. Yeah, dude, that's a scene from fucking American Gangster. Man, it, um. And that was based on a that was based on a fucking real uh, real people. Oh my god! You need to go back and watch, dude. You, American goddamn. You gotta go it's back. A fucking great movie. You you gotta go back and watch fucking The Wire. The Wire is amazing. That's what people tell me. It's so good. So this does this you recognize this at all? See the scene? 
Denzel Washington is wearing yeah. the same suit as Bill Cosby and the Bill Cosby himself <laughs> stand-up special. Whoa, that's badass. Yeah, I want to. And then he takes the money out of, the, out of his fucking his pocket, and then he walks back into the diner and sits down and finishes having his fucking breakfast. Yeah. Oh my god. That mean. So tell me about the wire. Tell you about American Gangster. I, I, I want to see whenever they fucking kill. Directly directed by Ridley Scott, starring Russell Crowe and Denzel Washington. Love me some Denzel Washington. Who doesn't like Denzel? He's amazing. He's pretty amazing. One, one, of, one of my good friends growing up, his 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 whole family were big into Denzel Washington, and they wouldn't watch Training Day because Denzel Washington was a bad guy. They're like, no, 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 we're not watching that. Yeah. Because Denzel is not a bad guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's fucking great. He's in virtuosity. When was he? He's never been bad on anything. But he's either way. About he's never been bad. He's been, he's, he's. When was he's he not a, good? He's a morally questionable character in a lot of things. But when was he not a good, like, part of the movie? He's like, oh, he's, I'm saying he's a good part. He's he's he makes most movies that he's in. But I'm yeah. saying that is, are you talking about his character? Is he a good guy or a bad guy? Is that what you're talking about? Or what I mean, movie has he been in a bad movie? Is that what he you're was talking kind about? of a? I mean, he was kind of a dick. On, um, I mean, for a good reason. Uh, what was that Civil War movie he was in? It was oh, the first movie he was in. Uh, wasn't it called Freedom or something? Like no. That? no. Now, wait, Denzel. Civil War movie. There's one word. It's like pride or freedom or glory. glory. That's there it is. That was that was a movie where he, where he like cries out of one eye. Like it was gross. Yeah, men don't cry. Men um, don't cry, especially like if you, also Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe. If you uh, remember the 1995 film Virtuosity. Mm, yeah, that was the first time they worked together. So <laughs> but maybe I'll do a Russell Crowe virtuosity uh, episode with Ooh. American Gangster double feature. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a great one. Um, so all right, so back to what we we're talking about. So why would the CIA classify this book? It could be that they're maybe, and this is what the CIA does: they overclassify certain things. That's possible. Um, it could also be that they just don't want the mass chaos, like what we're talking about, where like people aren't showing up to work. The, the I, I would I would guess, if I had to guess, I would say he has access to some type of classified material, but then he threw his like artistic spin on the information, mm -hmm. and the CIA was just like, that's too, it's way too close. It's like yeah. a copyright strike where yeah. they're like, it's too close to something that's actually. And it might be, he may have did it on accident. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe he just came up with something where the CIA was like, how did you know that? He's like, I don't, I, don't, I just, I just made it up. And they were like, well, wait, that's, that's, we have information that's classified. Mm -hmm. That's very similar to this made up story you just had. So we're just going to go ahead and pull it out of your fucking book because yeah. it's way too close. Um, yeah. Maybe something like that happened. Possibly, maybe, you know, and the next question is if this has happened to agent civilizations, how does anyone survive this? It could be that Chan Thomas maybe was a little dramatic in his book and not everyone died. Or maybe there were people that knew that this was going to happen and figure out how to survive this. And um, I, I looked in more into like how you could survive something like this. 
So, uh, so what the end of the world? Yeah. Did you did you Google that? Did you Google how to survive the end of the world? Well, you would you would uh, um you would type in where what are the best places to go if the world ends, mm-hmm. or what what is what will survive like a nuclear holocaust or what will survive a meteor strike? Um. So the first thing you you think of like. Is is it possible to survive this level of destruction? And the answer is probably. In Colorado, there is an underground Air Force base in the Cheyenne Mountains. It's supposed to be the most secure underground base in the world. This is where, like, NORAD was at. Um, I mean, this is... The, the base of this place is under 2,500 feet of granite rock. The rock is strong enough to shield the command center... From a meteor strike or a nuclear bomb, it is thick enough to block electromagnetic waves that could otherwise wreak havoc with the computers. Inside the military sanctuary, a 25-ton steel door protects the Cheyenne Mountain Complex personnel from the outside world. The facility currently right now has has 6 million gallons of water and half a million gallons of diesel. Who knows how many of these underground bases the... The U.S. military has. And we've talked about these mountains. We've talked about, like, S2. We've talked about uh, Montauk. All these different underground bases. There's some, like, in Virginia. They're in A lot of these underground bases are, like, in mountains. So I think it's possible that you can survive this. Sure, it's possible. I I think most end of the world scenarios, people think it's it'll just be this sudden everything. Everyone just dies in a fucking blast wave of light and destruction. But it's mm-hmm. it's it's fucking Mad Max. It's very slow. Yeah, end of the world like like when manufacturing just ends. Yeah, then people don't get their insulin. People don't get. Uh, Water pumping, they don't get irrigation. Mm-hmm. It's slow, it takes a while. It's gonna take a while for everyone. To, it's 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 like uh, it's like name any country that just starved their populace to death. Mm. It'll be like that. Yeah. Except the populace will have the option of having guns. Hopefully. It's like Commodore. Yeah. It's like the Ukraine. They just yeah. starve these it's people like, to death. Yeah, like Russia or something. Yeah. You know, it's in the you know it's it'll be like that. Except people will have. Some types of modern conveniences and yeah. some type of, uh, they'll probably have a little bit more knowledge of how to survive to some extent, but most people don't know how to farm or irrigate or you, th- you know, compost or something like that. So they'll probably just die eventually because they'll just run out of water and they'll run out of the ability to be mobile. Do you think that they know this is going to happen and then before it happens, they just like, get some of the most brilliant people around the world because they're like, we got to restart civilization pretty soon. So mm-hmm. let's let's get some farmers I in I think here. they're already restarting, and I think they're growing people in, like, fucking, like, Matrix bubble pods, which, yeah, they're, th- that's a thing that's already happening right now. They've been trying to fucking grow people since, yeah. since fucking forever. People think that's fucking insane, but it's like, dude, they, you can get a 3D-printed hamburger right now. Yeah, I mean they're 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 you're able to grow food without animals now. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, it's 
I don't know if I would want to eat something that was, uh, I don't know if I'd want to eat 3D printed meat. No, me either. But, um, you know, of course they're going to try to make fucking people without fucking, you know, they're going to make people, you know, that's a fucking thing that'll exist, obviously. Mm -hmm. But that's scary. (laughs) But I mean, who knows if these dudes were just like kooks or something. Like, evidence shows that the major events have led to mass extinctions before. We just don't know for sure, like, what did. All we know is the book was classified and then declassified and pages were missing. Um, A lot of this theory has, like, geology in it. Like, studies of rocks, which I do not understand and I don't want to because rocks are boring. (laughs) And I can never, like, I've I've taken... Geology classes in college, and it, it was the worst thing ever. Do not wish that on anybody. Um, I mean, that's why I should check out this YouTube page. I'm going to give them another shout-out, Suspicious Observers on YouTube. So check them out, and they will explain it better than I could. But, I mean, I hope this isn't true because it, it's – I'm, or, or if it happens, hope mm-hmm. it's not when I'm here. I don't want. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to be here for the end of the world. I think for to a certain extent, there. Uh, I think there's people who are um, preparing for mm. it, and just because someone's preparing for something doesn't mean that it's actually going to happen. Like, yeah. For instance, um, in Japan, they successfully 3D printed a cut of Wagyu beef. Ooh, very nice. I wonder right? if it's good. Uh, apparently, it's completely uh, edible. Oh, that, 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 that's that's a good to, selling point. Completely edible. To, uh, yeah, they they've been able to uh, replicate uh, the arrangement of muscle, fat, and blood vessels. Interesting. Interesting, right? So it's, you know. Oh my god! Hey, look at that! Well, my old friend whiskey came over. But yeah, but I I think people are preparing for those types of things. Mm. Um. But again, I think it'll be something that's very slow. It would take a while for it to just fucking wipe people out. Yeah. In any kind of massive scale. And if it does, the upside, if there's no electricity, you'll never know about it. Yeah. You'll never know how many people die in Chicago or starve to death in Russia. Or you'll you'll have no idea because you have no electricity. The only way you would ever know if somebody got on a boat. Yeah. And went there and then wrote it down. They had a scribe <laughs> write it down, and oh then they come God. back, and then they come to shore, and then they tell you what they saw in Russia, just like the good old days. Yeah. The, that's how things would just end up being. Yeah. Yeah, but um, terrifying stuff, but, I mean, that, that's, what we get, that's what we got today. What, what, what's going on on uh, Skeleton Factory <laughs> before we end this one? Sure. Let's, let's do some plugs. Um, well, uh, we got a... Uh, Episode 52, I'll be looking at two films from the director, Alex Van Warmerdam, a Dutch director. I'll be looking at two films, one called Borgman from 2013 and one called NR10 from 2021. Very good movies, very interesting films. Um, and then I kind of run down a uh, list of stuff I've been watching lately, including uh, 2023 Skin of uh, Blue Ruin and Red Rock West and um, uh, Skeleton Factory can be found on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory and on Twitter at SF Podcast ATX 
and you can support the show and listen to more episodes on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Skeleton Factory. Please support the show. It helps me out a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for checking out the show. Make sure to check out our, our new episode we did um, on Patreon. It's about the rape of two Corys. We break down the documentary. Um, it's on patreon.com forward slash conman podcast. Also, a big shout out to everyone that's in the, on the Patreon right now that, that are getting this, this extra content. We do bonus uh, episodes of conman podcasts weekly. Um, in, in, uh, in January, we, we kind of, uh, we, we had a couple where we, we didn't, we didn't do a couple bonus episodes, but we're making up for those right now. We got, we got some good stuff coming up. Also, if you're, if you're in the, um, if you're in the Patreon, you also get a, um, you get the promo code for the merch store. You get like 20% off, 20% off of our products is a lot. That means I'm not... We're not making like anything back from it. I'm almost having to pay for it, but I'm doing that because I mean it's good for people to have the merch. Like it's it's cool and it's like I mean I'll I'll rock that stuff. I mean I've I've worn my my Conman podcast shirt like I wear it like two or three times a week. I mean that's what I, that, that's just who I am. Um, I mean also follow us on Instagram. At con underscore man underscore podcast. That's mainly where we're at. Discord. Holy shit. I didn't know this, but um, they they took us down recently. Someone was like, what happened to the Discord? And I went in there and they said they disabled our account and didn't explain why. Mm. So mm. we're not there anymore. I don't know how we're going to talk to some of the people on there that don't have um, like Instagram. But hopefully... Maybe we'll we'll start up the YouTube again and kind of get these guys back. I'll announce it soon if we do do it. But if you want to see our video, we also we're on Rockfin, we're on Rumble, Odyssey. Rockfin's blown up like crazy, so that's good. I mean, we're blown up by like hundreds of of new subscribers like weekly, so that's good. I mean, pretty soon that's gonna it's gonna we're gonna be bigger on Rockfin than we are on Instagram because Instagram. Completely, I mean, they shadow ban us. Like, I'm super shadow banned, and the only people who like anything on my page are like uh, prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like porn Instagram uh, sites. That's it. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. And then the occasional person, like real person, you know, slides through. Dude, we used to have like ten uh, new followers a day, at least. Now it's like one a week. It's crazy how much like uh, if I go and look at my analytics, it's not reaching anyone outside of her followers. It's it's like you you see it and like it's like this little little sliver of white that shows it. So we need if you guys want the show to keep growing, we need you to reach out to people, tell your friends about us. Like it, this is the only way we can grow is is organically. Maybe we'll grow. Maybe we'll keep growing on Rockfin, and that will be our, our main thing. But for now, um, keep keep telling people about the show, and like it's this is um, we we talk about things that no one else is talking about right now, and we make it fun. 
we don't take ourselves too serious. We're not out there like pretending like we know everything. Like we're 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 having a good time over here, and I hope you guys are too. Yeah, and we keep we keep getting shadow banned, shadow banned, kicked off of fucking places. It's 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 it's, it's at this point, it's just uh, funny to me. Yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, <laughs> I don't want. It's like hack to say we like the bad boys of podcasting. No, no we're not. We're there's, not. There's way more fucked up shit on uh, Instagram and shit like that. But it's I think we say we say the wrong things in the right order. Yes. You know, like you can like uh, you can see uh, you can see some pretty graphic shit on uh, Instagram and YouTube. Mm-hmm. But it's just they're not checking for that shit. They're looking for. You know, vaccine hesitancy, Va- vaccine hesitancy and 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 uh, January 6 sympathizers. Yeah. You know, but I sympathize. I sympathize with those people. But like people fucking dick slapping each other at Folsom Street Fair. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> peeing in each other's mouths and shit like that. None of that's removed from YouTube. And uh, yeah. And I mean, all the like gore Instagram of people getting hit by trucks and getting shot in the head, and and I'm I'm for all of that shit. I yeah. th- I like the good old days of the internet where just it was a fucking you could put anything on the internet. Um, but it's like, but we get kicked off. I'm like, I don't care if there's videos of people getting shot in the head on Instagram. Then I don't care. But it's like, but you remove us. It's like, it's kind of fucking lame. Yeah, it is. It's it's super gay. Thanks, Meta. Yeah, it's it's like really gay. I'm not talking about homosexual gays because we're we're the fan. We're a fan of the gays. We're we don't like when you guys are being like trying to trying to sh- shut this shit down. Like if there if there is like something, why couldn't Elon Musk just buy YouTube? That Dude, right? Been amazing. Yeah, it's funny. Like the the Get, same day that they removed our strikes, is they they banned our channel. Like. They were, they were out for us. Get on it, Elon. Get, get by Instagram and then by YouTube. And then, I mean, Elon's not a good dude either. But, I mean, the whole Twitter files is, is probably the biggest story mm-hmm. of, I mean, of the last 10 years. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, it should be. Like, they're going to say COVID is. But, it, I mean, yeah, that's big too because, I mean, they basically shut down the whole planet for something that doesn't kill anybody. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's all we got today. So, so yeah, check us out on, on, on all those, on all that social media. Check out Skeleton Factory. Um, check out the merch store. That's going to be in, that's, that's going to be in the show notes. So, yeah, that, I mean, get, get the cool swag and stickers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, the, the, yeah, the new episode of Skeleton Factory will probably be out. By the time this is out... By the time this is out, the new episode of Skeleton Factory is up. Because this will be out Thursday morning. Yeah, this... this Skeleton Factory will be uh, out tonight. Yeah. So that's... So Wednesday night. Skeleton Factory, put it on while you're... When's this coming out? Thursday? Thursday morning at 4 in the morning. Oh, my God. So it's, it's been out. It's been out for like three days. So get on it. Yeah, get on it, guys. Talk to you guys later.